Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Sometimes it seems like some of the best stories we hear as it relates to feel-good stories always have to do with with sports and you know I think as we look at the situation going on with Wexham with Ryan Reynolds and Rob McDilly it's a really interesting story how two individuals with no real background in understanding the game of football or soccer works to go on and purchase this club and not only purchase this club but work to get into different upper echelons of different peers as it relates to it. So today within this podcast, I'm going to break it down a little bit for you, give you an understanding of it, and then what has happened. Shed tears of joy after their Wrexham Soccer Club won the National League title today. The team, a perennial loser for years, beat Boreham Wood 3-1 with fans swarming the field. Wrexham's football club, made successful again with the actor's ownership and investment, is now promoted into the English Football League for the first time in 15 years. So imagine 15 years. So Wrexham in itself is a soccer club that is located in Wales. And what's really interesting about this story is not only is it the simple fact of what they've been able to do, but when we look at the investment of Ryan Reynolds, and Rob McPhilly from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and kind of how they were able to turn the club around, invest in what they needed to invest in, find an opportunity, and then utilize it based on their marketing company. So let's get into it. So if we look at Ryan Reynolds right now, he's probably having the best couple years, not as an actor, but as an investor. We look at the fact he just sold Mint Mobile, um, in for over like $1.3 billion to T-Mobile. Um, we're looking at the simple fact that he's invested in Wrexham starting in at $2.5 million. They both went in as a joint venture for this project, him and Rob. And as a result of it, Wrexham is now considered to be valued at $4 million. So he really has the ability to take these these, these kind of points and then turn him around from what it looks like and he's only 46 years old and yes Rob is a part of it and originally Rob is the one who kind of spearheaded it you know he was born in Philly and there's a great documented series that kind of caveats the ability of marketing and sales on Apple TV that tells this story about how two individuals who have really no background or understanding in the game of soccer have been able to utilize this business decision to help them now Whenever we look at the game of soccer, the English Premier League, the Champions League, all these different leagues, when you are an American and you look at this environment, it's a little bit like complicated. It's hard to understand what's really going on and why there's so many teams. Well, the biggest fear in all of these teams is to deal with one word, and that word is relegation. So to be relegated means you're actually dropping down into peers of different leagues. And the leagues go low. If you can think about it, there's there's multiple leagues. I think with Champions League being at the top, and then you go to each one. 
And what's really interesting is there's actually a total of 57 different leagues in 84 different English. So there's a total of 57 different leagues in England featuring 84 different football leagues depending on the feeder pyramid. So a lot of different leagues and pyramids. And what happens is whenever you're in these pyramids, you can win, but if you're constantly losing, you can drop down. And I'm sorry, the Premier League is number one. Then it goes Champions League. Then it goes League One, League Two, National League. And under that, it goes National League North, National League South, North Premier, Southern Premier Central, Southern Premier South, and onward from there. Now, these are the tiers that you're going to get. And if we go to the Premier League, obviously it's going to be Arsenal, Liverpool, Manchester City, Chelsea, Everton, Newcastle, Lancaster, and uh, Manchester United. You know, these are the teams, West Ham, which potentially could look at seeing some relegation, um, you know, Bradford, Watford, so on and so forth. So these are the teams that are really at the top of the league. And at any moment, they could be dropped down and regulated and, and have to go in. And this really, whenever this happens, I mean, this is, I mean, fans, like, lose it. Like, we really don't understand it from a, from a, like, we don't under, I don't understand it, but I think it's pretty awesome whenever you see that this can actually happen because it adds another level to your soccer club, your football club. If you're tied to it, and you know you're in the Premier League, you know you're in the best of the best environment. So Wrexham in itself was actually promoted to the EFL2 League 2. And with that being said, so as a result, you know, they were promoted. They still have quite a few leagues to go before they get the Premier League. But what's so interesting about what's been able to happen is how money has really been able to turn around this journey. And we look at some of the things that Ryan Reynolds and Rob Nizitri has been able to do and we look at how bad this club was like on the brink of whatever and in about two years they've been able to get a promotion to the next league now they probably have three or four to get to the Premier League but you know Ryan Reynolds saying hey at this moment um, I don't care if it takes one year five years or ten years we're going to get promoted to the Premier League and they're putting more money into it now, if we look at the money that's been put into it in the sponsorships, we have to understand this is what's been happening. So they purchased it for $2.5 million, all right? That, that's that is, and they had to go through different steps, and, and the fans had to allow the purchase. As a result of it, they put about $1 million into it, bringing in more players. I mean, this league, the players aren't played really anything, and then they enhanced the sponsorship. So you can think about it. They brought people in like TikTok. TikTok is now sponsoring this team. Um, and you're seeing different transition points that they've been able to do. Now, this has really been, I mean, when you look at it from a standpoint of turnaround, it's probably one of the best turnarounds ever seen within this whole, um, with the whole really, really going into the relegation. And when you look at, at Wrexham, you know, the story behind it is pretty unique and, What's so interesting is how Ryan Reynolds' branding has really been able to co- to captivate the story. And, and, and for example, whenever Ryan Reynolds was actually owning Mint, he had a situation where what they do is they look at the trending topic that's happening and then they try to get them on board for marketing. For marketing. 
So there, I don't know if you remember this ad, but there was a Peloton bike and there's a woman on it and the ad went viral. And what happened is Mint actually got her within less than 48 hours, scripted, drafted, and released a commercial with her in it. Um, and this is just kind of showing the behind the scenes genius of what Ryan Reynolds does because he owns his own marketing company. And he, that marketing company is what he utilizes to really tell these stories to captivate attention. Like this documentary on Apple TV is entertaining, but at the same time, it's creating so much awareness about this club, which is allowing more sponsorships to come in. And as long as they're able to have a tap on money, because what they're going to be able to do is then take money and invest it and then and then utilize it and build a platform from there. And they're having a successful approach so far. And I think that's probably what's really, really captivating about this whole story is understanding the business sense of what they could do, you know, and, and what's so crazy is in the documentary, and I watched some of the beginning of it, um, Rob was actually talking about how he didn't even know soccer teams could be relegated. So whenever there was an opportunity to buy Wexham, Wrexham, their biggest intention is obviously they're, they're tied to the team. They have a lot of, they love it. You can definitely tell. I'm pretty sure Ryan Renzel, Ryan Reynolds is planning on buying an apartment close to the team, but they have so much love for it that it's really like bleeding out in a lot of different ways, and the town absolutely loves it. Here's just kind of an example of what can happen. We look at the simple fact that Wrexham, Wrexham was purchased for $2.5 million. Within two years, they've been able to almost double that by $4 million. And if they do make it to the Premier League, what we have to understand is if we look at a, at, a, at a soccer club like Manchester United, obviously very established, I mean, that, go, that worth right now for Manchester United is around $3.15 billion. So could you imagine if you invested in a team like Wrexham at $2.5 million and in 5 to 10 years you got them to the Premier League to only have that much turnaround with an investment? I mean... That's crazy. I mean, it's crazy because people people could purchase whatever, but to have that vision to understand, like, can we purchase and, and move this team up? I mean, that, that that's going to be very, very difficult. And, and them being able to get to the next level is a really good sign, but they have a lot of work to do until then. But can they continuously build it? I think having the Apple TV documented series is really going to help drive what is going on with Wrexham. And I think there's probably going to be a lot more actual Americans involved in it because of the fact they have these you know, Hollywood actors building this franchise in order to get more out of it from a business standpoint. And the thing, too, about the stadium is it's actually one of the oldest stadiums. But if you go online right now, it's like I would totally buy... Wrexham merch and wear it just because I I love I love this story I think it's so unique and we've really never seen anything quite like it I mean obviously people buy teams but to see this turnaround so quickly and to see this town like when you see this town and how people love this club so much I mean it, it's pretty amazing I think for us as Americans I mean my American perspective is you know, how much time have we spent watching sports and how, you know, all the memories we have. But 
if you look at some of the current, um, I'm looking at the website now, so I'm kind of jumping around in my thoughts, so I apologize for but if we look at who they've been able to bring on, they've been, they've been able to bring on Expedient. So I think, I think that's, that's really, to me, what gets to the fact that this story is one that is just providing, this is just kind of, I think, you know, obviously if you have money to invest in things, in, in it's a different type of business purchase. I just think investing in sports clubs is some of the best investments if you can actually get your hands on enough money to do it. Because number one, you're not going to have a better experience. It's like investing in something like this. Can you imagine the moments and memories that you're going to have if you can bring your friends and family there to see the relegation point or and be able to be promoted as a club number one number two the opportunity to make a ton of money i mean you think about the ability to take something as potentially as high as manchester united at 3.4 billion but even if you made it up to 500 million you know the thing that's crazy is ryan reynolds and rob have enough money that they could invest in the players invest in the club in order to get it there and once they get it there, the question is, are they going to sell it, maintain it, leave it in their family, or potentially have some type of other solution for it? You know, and just to put, like, pricing into relevant understanding, and this is just doing some quick Googling in order to, to really put forth some effort into understanding these clubs' investments. If we look at Manchester United, which is well known, and it's about $3.5 billion. I also was trying to determine what is the most expensive sports franchise that is in the world, and it's actually, drumroll, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I know, I'm sure you guys can't really believe that, but the Gal- the Dallas Cowboys are considered the most valuable team at $5.7 billion. So, that probably has a lot to do with assets, stadium, things like that. Not actually if the team's winning, but their overall value for if you were to sell them, what they would have to offer. But then if we look at, you know, U.S., you know, if we look at probably one of the teams that you wouldn't think would be that much is actually the Washington Commanders, and they're at $4.7 billion. So not, I mean, $1 billion more than Manchester United, but it just shows you what is capable of, and investing in these teams, you don't have this type of investment capability within the United States to invest in a football team and have it be pushed up the ranks. I think it's something truly unique, and I think it's going to be really, really amazing to see where this story goes for Ryan Reynolds and Rob McKinley. Rob, Mc, Rob McKinley. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, I really enjoyed researching this. I love sports franchise business stories i think they're some of the most interesting ones and it's always fun to learn about them so thank you so much and we'll get back to you tomorrow